Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Y'all, half of my time is just waiting for Poodle to get that comfortable. That is not true. <laughs> that is half, half of my I've time. Been... <laughs> half of my time is spent waiting on you. To get to my house or waiting that on is, you for tech issues. That is not entirely true. I have to get comfortable because that is the way I get into recording mode. But it is a process. It's like it's it, it's like when uh, and I'm Bianca, in an unfam- unfamiliar place. Bianca so I'm Del Rio do it. does drag the makeup. Y'all, he's still trying to get comfortable. <laughs> Y'all, We're, come at us if you are a person who doesn't know how to sit. You like, don't know I, how to sit. I don't know how to no, sit. No, you don't. I, don't. I don't know how to sit. We're in a hotel room. It sounds shady, but we're traveling right now. Uh, but this is not when we're sharing together. We we, are, we have our own separate rooms. Because I got to go get busy, okay? <laughs> it's true. I'm worried that someone's going to come in and, and, <laughs> and knock on the door and say, excuse me. It's can, time to be a cuckold. <laughs> or, or say, uh, you're... Um, your screaming is heard two floors below <laughs> of you flailing. They're like, knock on the door. Is this the cuckold porn? It's Do time? we need to change seats? No, it's fine. I'm okay. like, that's tonight. Okay. That's tonight. I picked that seat for you because you could sit different ways and you could put your feet up. I, I thought you would it's, like that. It's all wrong. <laughs> I don't know how to appease your body. You don't need to appease me. I'm fine. We I'm need to, to get like, it. you know, I wonder if you could take your your sex sling and just <laughs> and get like a, your setup for that. If you could get a chair that just kind of cradles you. I think this is going to be good. I think your mother swaddled you too much, and you're just used to feeling comfortable. No, she always hugged me too tight. I never liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, y'all. That just got deep. Her touch was like acid to my skin. Did you tell her that once? No. You've never told your mother she hugged you too tight? I just said you held me too tight. What'd she say? No, or or I didn't ever say you held me. I said... You're you're hugging me too tight. I don't like it. It's like fine. I guess I guess no one wants to be hugged by their mother. <laughs> oh boy! Y'all, we're in a we're traveling, so we're in a hotel room. We are. Uh, so if it sounds a little off, I think it sounds actually better. Um, there over in a corner is my pig McCarthy wig, pig McCarthy which I wig. had to bring because I needed to do two cameos. I think the bed it's, and this leather headboard that you're against actually absorbs sound better. It sounds oh, really good. It's Australian Peloton instructor Pig, pig McCarthy. McCarthy. Y'all, this her is, wife was traveling. Oh God, <laughs> this is season six, episode nine: Brews, Stews, and Management Blues. Do we have any announcements? Below Dick. Below Dick. Below Dickens. No, we don't have an announcement today. However, a big announcement coming on Wednesday. We have a big announcement coming on Wednesday. Tomorrow. So be sh- nope. This sh- well, when is this show? I don't know. On Wednesday. <laughs> on Wednesday. Whenever this show comes out, um, August twenty fourth or twenty fifth is going to be a big announcement. I thought twenty fourth was tomorrow. Today's the twenty third. We've just confused everyone. I'm confused. Wednesday, August twenty fifth. Beer fest. Beer fest. Yeah, let's. But we'll have. A, so be sure to follow us on Instagram, or if you're a patron, you're going to get a message. Um, what is uh, this? How's this look? It's fine. Whatever you're comfortable <laughs> sitting. I, it doesn't matter how it looks. We're on a podcast. True. You. I, you have to look at me though. Is your body just feel all like? Does it? What does your body feel I'm like? I'm 100% right? uncomfortable 100% of the time. Okay. When are you ever comfortable? Uh, right after someone's pummeled me. Okay. And that lasts for about 15 minutes. 
And then when else? Mm, right when I wake up in the morning and then I get annoyed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be poodle. It's just I can't. Actually, there's a, a couple of seating arrangements in my apartment that I like. Um, I also just, I'm in a hotel room and I just can't get comfortable. It's fine. I'll All make do. All right. <laughs> I guess we will. I'll make do. Y'all, he looks like a, a Parisian uh, <laughs> whore on a chaise right Paint now. Paint me like one of your French yes, girls, Jack. The way he's sitting. Paint um, me like one of your well, French girls. If, I'm just going to say this. If you were painting him right now, the artist would be able to get the anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> That's the view I'm getting. Let that settle in, y'all. Rear entry. Okay, let's talk about Below Deck. So, yeah, that's it for announcements. Um, I think we mentioned that 90 Day UK asked as we posted our Instagram. If you're interested in that, be sure to go to uh, look at that post on our Instagram and sign up for your love across the pond. Across uh, the pond. Plathville is back. The first episode dropped oh. on the free feed. So, if you want the second episode, you got to go to the $8 tier on Supercast or oh, our Patreon. Most homoerotic show on television. It's pretty good. Um, also, y'all, this is going to be the finale of You, Me, My Ex. So they had be dropping nine episodes. Too. Yeah. So for some reason, I think that's all that we need to talk about. Let's jump in, y'all. Breakfast went well, and Matthew said, "This is kind of a snooze of an episode." Made to be honest. you. I uh, thought this was going to be a big episode, and they just teased the best next, part. Next episode at the, the big end. One. Oh, we did get the mid-season. This the rest of this season. I didn't watch it. <gasps> oh. Oh. I don't love those. You're going to love it. Captain Sandy's yelling at Malia saying, I can't trust you. Oh, of course. Because they she, fuck up their docking. They do the worst docking they've ever because, done. No, she has to She has to freak out on Malia yeah. once a season. The new stew that's coming is wild. Is wild. Yeah. And it's like, she's, who's been fucking the crew? And she's pissed because. <laughs> I did see that. She's pissed because they she's apparently doing laundry now. And she apparently is a captain. I know. Well, she's a dick. She was. She's like a deck stew. She swings both ways. Anyway, y'all, it's gonna like be, me in college. I will <laughs> say, we hardly saw any Lexi in the upcoming. Yeah, so I wonder yeah. if she's here for long, y'all. Uh, nah. Something. Computer says no. Computer says no. Computer says um, no. So Matthew says that this is the first charter where I did not leave or quit. <laughs> Great. Now, y'all. Y'all, this, this is, is on episode nine. That talk about that. management blues. This is not what you want. No. Now, and I know, I know there was another chef uh, in, in quarantine, ready to go. Oh, we see him. He yeah. comes on the boat. Yeah, oh. that's in the thing coming up on this season. You see the chef walk in on the boat, and you guys, and anyone, Matthew's just staring any at other, him. any other um, manager. When someone had quit twice, would have said, yeah, you can fuck off. If it wasn't for COVID. I still know the way she works, though. Maybe the producers think he makes good drama, but I would, this person would be, that second chance she, she gave him, I would say, thank you for your well, service. Well, here's the thing. You're, you're gone. It doesn't, you, with a, with a, with a show where people are, it's about safety, Captain Lee is, is no bullshit. This is about getting the best service for the guests. It doesn't matter what the producers say. Mm. She listens to producers. Captain Lee doesn't. I really believe that. I believe that too. No, but she's always like, you know, give her another chance. But then strangely enough, someone like Hannah, who never really fucked up. You're still upset about that. I'm still upset. and I wasn't even Hannah's biggest fan. You know what? Most of the internet's still upset about it. I'll get there. We'll um, catch up. So, y'all, uh, Katie, it's still awkward between Lexi and Katie, mostly because Lexi screamed at her in her face and over to her superior, and Katie was not allowed to let her go. No. Because of Captain Sandy's micromanagement. That is bullshit. It's that Captain Sandy, like, <sighs> the thing, for in this episode, this is jumping ahead, but when Captain Sandy says, well, there's the other person. What do you want to do? Oh, it's so and awful. And it's like, Captain Sandy, you're the captain. Clearly. Well, you know why You know why she wants to do it. Because then she could, she doesn't have to acknowledge responsibility. If it goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the worst type of management style, y'all. 
It is. It's so awful. <sighs> and then good. she talks to someone like. Then but she says like she does better, like with Malia and so They say that they like that Captain Sandy lets them do a lot of things. So I wonder it's because the for the crew, she understands more about that. Whereas the hospitality, she doesn't. No, or? no. It's because she like that that plays well on TV. Uh, letting people do things like that. All right. Sorry, See, I, I have no. I, I for in, at least as a producer, someone who I would much rather see a captain come in and make a call, and then people have to deal with it. No, I'm saying it plays well on TV to let the deck crew steer the ship to do things well, like that. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I'm saying anything that is due to regular ship maintenance. I think I'm sure she's skilled. I'm sure she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But she really enjoys being the TV star. I'm telling you, y'all, she just wants to get back to her room and watch episodes of The L Word. <laughs> or Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> so, um, uh, Katie's still kind of dealing with... That episode of Roseanne where she got kissed by a woman is still her favorite. Oh, is it Mariel Hemingway? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Katie is still like Lexi's just not doing her job. Uh, she's full on, yeah, full on, just complete disregard. Did you hear? Did you catch when David said, "Yeah, I don't know if we need to talk about uniforms because I'm really I'm down to bare bones here." And Lexi's like, eh, "I'm just throwing away what I don't know." Did you see that? Yeah, in the laundry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was selective editing, but. You it was, can tell also the editing. They hate can't stand Lexi. Lexi. They too. can't stand Lexi. Um, she, Lexi, one hundred percent, y'all. Lexi's going to say she got a bad edit of this oh. show, and that's I what think everyone she got says. an accurate. That's what Poodle's going to say when he's on it. I got a bad edit. <laughs> I got a bad edit on the podcast. Wait, you edited it. <laughs> Well, I mean, when you're yeah. on Big Brother, have you applied for Big Brother yet? I we keep need to, to we do. need to apply. You, not we. I don't want to be. I'd no, be terrible. I'm we we need to. As my manager, oh, I've got to sit down and help, do it with you. Help me to apply. We'll put that on the list of. I'll do that. I'll set up your new phone, and then I'll get global entry. Yeah. So that way you don't have to wait at the airport. All of it. He poodle can't. And do And I'll it on tell his you own. how to do it while we're doing it. He really <laughs> needs an assistant. So, but they would be like Murphy Brown. Oh, and they go through so many. Oh, every week. So it's y'all the 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 drinks a lots are still on the charter. Yes. Um, and, and it's beer fest, so they're setting up all the beer fest stuff, and which I thought last episode was beer fest. No, and they talk about Malia said she went to Oktoberfest, and um, and yeah, she's like, and I had a really wild time, and they're setting it up, and even Katie, Katie finally says she's like, I don't like these people. They keep asking me for shit constantly. And she said this is her hardest charter. Now, if she had someone who was reliable helping her, and I think Courtney is up there trying to put stuff up, trying to decorate. Well, we also got to remember Courtney is helping her. Courtney also is not used to service. She's not used to making drinks. So Katie's having to train her while she's having to deal with the really busy staff. Maybe this isn't the best way to manage on a charter like this. That is the way of thinking. But then how does somebody get that chance? I agree. But maybe it's... um, uh, I don't know. So uh, the guest who is waiting for towels puts the cleaners and stuff outside that she left in the... Lexi left in the room. And never came and got. And Lexi just doesn't even knock. She just walks into this room and then sees this woman's ass. And she's like, that's a nice ass. Completely inappropriate. Completely inappropriate. I, I was, I, I, my mouth dropped. This is like, y'all, I don't know how she sh- could be here after this. If and Captain Sandy, Captain Sandy, I'm sure has seen this by now. Ooh, Captain Sandy's going to chew her a new one on the, on the reunion. You think so? Yeah. Oh, I hope Satan comes out at that reunion. Um, so Satan, the guests are talking about how it's not great. They're not she goes up really there and being... she talks about how like I was in a robe. They didn't have a towel. Yeah, and and they're not thrilled. Meanwhile, y'all, there's this um, 
This is a little interesting. Y'all, this, I feel like we're all over the place, but we're not, actually. This episode was kind of all over the place. Yeah, it was really chaotic. It was like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. So if we feel jumpy, it's the episode. Um, because suddenly we want to talk about now Matthew's culinary. Matthew! Which I don't know why we didn't do this in like episode two or three when we're getting to know him. These are a oh, lot. Oh, wait. That's when he quit. So these there was are- actually so much drama. A lot of these Bravo shows, they're trying to show us who these people are, and it's it's done in snatches because this show is so procedural heavy. Well, I think also, too, they showed us this now because, y'all, they're trying to make us like Matthew more. Yeah, He's, like, cooking well. And so they, they, why would we care about his background before? Uh, and he says he dropped out of school at 16, and he just took courses. He just took – he learned all these Life with stuff. his teacher. Life – my teacher was life. My te- y'all, not everybody's meant for school. Y'all, Europe was my teacher. I just got to tell you wow. that. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, try to stay in high school I if was, you can. That's going to make things a little gay easier. Gay clubs in Europe taught me a lot. I went to the school of hard wow. cocks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and she didn't get an A. She got an F repeatedly. <laughs> D's. Lots of Lots D's. Lots of D's and F. Lots of D's. <laughs> A D in every port. And a different grading, grading scale, a DP. <laughs> Got several of those. D's. Any- straight D's. Straight D's. Or gay D's. So, um, anyway, and a satisfactory for everyone. <laughs> Good for you, poodle. Sat- no. <laughs> satisfactory plus. So... He basically talked. That's it. They, they, he, that's how he learned his craft. I, I was he worked kind of for impressed by that. That he, no, yeah. I, school is not for everyone, you know. So he never went to culinary school. No, he never. So right? No, wow. Yeah. That, so it is impressive that he learned. However, it does kind of make sense because your phone is on. I'm glad I didn't do that. Oh, I've got to. Yeah, not like whenever you fucking the Amber your alerts. Amber Alerts kept going <laughs> off in our last show. No, I'm just, sorry that a child was taken. Uh, is what, that what you want to hear? No, I, I I'm just sorry <laughs> that a child's safety was in jeopardy. I want to talk about the child. So I'll oh. take responsibility for that missing child <laughs> if you need me well, to. You know, that noise you just heard was a cameo. Someone needed a I'm, very important cameo. I'm sorry that my phone <laughs> was alerting me about the safety I just want to say, what... What would been your what would have been I'm your reaction? I'm glad we're team anti Amber Alert. What would have been your reaction if the situation was reversed? I would have looked the other way and said, "You know what? It's an Amber Alert. Yeah, I'm leaving the hotel room before the lightning strikes." <laughs> I would have screamed and said, "Why is your phone not on silent?" He would have. Would it, he? But yes, it, it. But also makes sense. You know, culinary school, they fucking beat you down. Yeah. They beat you down, and it's almost m- like the military. It makes sense that Matt Few or Mayfew hasn't had that because I don't think he would have been. He wouldn't quit and stuff so easily. He would be a lot more humble. Yes, I think. I think so. Yeah, I think. Uh, but I think that's maybe in a good way. But I think Matthew has that. He was probably one of those kids that was like, "I'm, I'm too good to be in high school." Yeah, and he also went into catering early. And so he was able, like, what, I spent a lot of time in catering. Hard job. And you, it is, but you you get a lot of on-the-job training about how food works and uh, and what, what how to prep easy things and just, just generally how, like, cooking tips. Like, even if you're in food, if you're, even if you're not in prep, you understand what food is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what food is. Like, you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> You eat it and you shit it. Um, so, uh, so Malia says, Lloyd, I want you to hype the guests up. He's like, I can do that. Um, I he, love Lloyd. He's been to October Fest several times and even knows the German chants. Um, David puts on this uh, Pinocchio outfit and y'all, he looks like a gay twink. <laughs> he does look gay. He looks, Those big old shiny white teeth. And he, he looks just like he is out there hoping somebody tells a lie so he can suck that dick. <laughs> Ooh. <Whoop. laughs> when you suck no, a big fat cock. No, don't ruin that song. That's that's shitting on everyone's childhood. 
Boy, I'm glad I have to. No, no, no. in your eye will come to Awful. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Pinocchio's, Pinocchio's the gayest thing. I don't know. He literally went to an island where all the bad boys turned into ass. <laughs> turned into asses. Yeah. That's true. That was a metaphor, y'all. Lampwick. <laughs> um, so the girls are wearing dirndls, y'all. These are Amazon costumes. Oh, yes. And the reason why we know is we've ordered lots of we've Amazon costumes. Lots, lots of them for shows. For um, they fall apart within one use. Oh, yeah. One and a half uses. You usually. can't wash them because it's that cheap fabric that just holds BO, too. Right. It's true. I love it how Malia was actually in Later Hosen, too. I'm so glad. She's like, I want to dress like I want to be in Later Hosen. I loved it. Good for her. Good for her. Um and so they're all dressed. Captain Sandy and Lex and Katie. She said, "So Katie, how's it going with Lexi?" And Katie says, "Uh, not good. I can't be in a million places." Um, and Captain Sandy says, "Do you need help in the interior? Do you want extra help? We have an extra bed." And Candy said, "This person's already get, getting paid. She's in a hotel." <sighs> now this is a little bit of sometimes Katie. I think sometimes Katie gets a little too nice. I think because she said, I don't know how I feel about this. I, we can use the extra hands, but how's Lexi going to react? I kind of think she, and I get it because Lexi was crazy. But She's also thinking about Courtney, though. She is. And that's true as well. This, no, this is, this is totally Captain Sandy but micromanaging Ka- more. And she might be thinking about Courtney, but Katie doesn't say anything about Courtney. Right. All she talks about is Lexi. And I think what that actually is creating in Courtney is here we are all dancing around Lexi who's not doing anything right. Yeah. And Courtney is feeling a little miffed because she's the well, one working her ass off. Here's the thing. Uh, what Katie is annoyed by is Captain Sandy not letting her fire Lexi. Yeah. And that's why she's because she's now knowing obviously she's not going to be able to fire because this is the because third time she's come yes, to her about Lexi, Because right? Captain Sandy has been, has hobbled her. Yes. At being able to do it. Yes. So, what her the reason why she's nervous is she's going to have to just handle the fallout. That's true. That's true. So yeah. that's why she's nervous. Yeah, that's this true. This is what happens when you have ineffective leadership, y'all. Yeah, that's true. Your leaders underneath you can't make leadership t- decisions either. Yeah. Oh, y'all. <laughs> Go away, Sandy, forever. I don't think she is. How does she, she have fans? Oh, I don't know if she does. Anyway, um, so we might be having a fourth stew, which Sandy knows is much more dramatic. You know? Yes. But she is getting paid just sitting in a hotel, y'all. Why right. not? So, But as Katie said, this is going to be a messy road, I feel like. Yeah, can you imagine? And she's like, can I let you know? And Sandy says, sure. Yeah, your call. So the next thing, someone, one of the guests says, can I have a... um." Uh, oh, Lloyd is a human beer, I wrote down, which is fun. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, they're they, partying. They're like, drinking. can I have a nice vodka drink? And they're like, how about a Cosmo? And Courtney's like, how do you make one of those? Courtney has not been on service at all at no, its shows. So it re- and she's trying, but as I'm saying, like that's exhausting to Katie, having to train her. Right. Meanwhile, I think probably even for, she's trying to be nice about it, but I think, Katie said, told Courtney, why don't you switch with Lexi? But I think also she probably wanted Lexi to be up. To help. To make drinks and stuff like that. But Lexi doesn't want to come Lexi up, wants y'all. to stay in cabins because, as she said, I want to go ahead and finish what, what I, I did. didn't start. So I, what so, I didn't complete. So, in other words. What I did a shitty job I don't with. want extra do extra work. Um, I actually, I took that as Lexi's like. Yeah, I'm not going to give you the happiness of trying to make me happy. I'm going to be so down awful. here and suffer, and I want you to feel like shit. Um, that was I, the reason. I also, it had nothing to do with I what agree. she wanted to do. I also look at how Stanny just came up with a witch's hat. <laughs> Without that clothes on. nothing to do with the... Captain Lee would have dressed up. 
Uh, I, I, bet. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to say he dressed he's, up because it would have been hot. He's dressed up a couple of times, but only, and it's always looked good. Y'all, the thing about Captain Lee is he keeps it so motherfucking real that you know he's God, doing you're it. Gonna be, he feels, you're going to be. Y'all, I would finger bang myself. Y'all, by the way, stop. New season of Below Deck comes out October 25th. Yep. So, Poodle. It's my birthday gift. Get your fuck machine fixed before that show comes back. <laughs> I'll need it. You're going to need it. It looked like one of those strange things. Those those crazy weirdo hats in um in Wizard of Oz. It did. It did. And uh, Don't you wish sometimes you could go back and see the Wizard of Oz for the first time? Yes, again? on the big screen. Yes. Do we have anyone who... No, no. everyone's dead. What? <laughs> who saw it for the first time on the big screen? Probably they already went to a screening. What? They probably went... You know, theater still No, show I'm it. saying for the first time. Oh, yeah, probably. That was like 1934? Oh. Uh, hey, Siri, what year did The Wizard of Oz come out? As we wait. The Wizard of Oz was published the 12th of August, 1939. That's when it was published. Probably the 40s then. No, no, no. The film. Why do is, I feel the, like it was older? The film is 1939. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say the, it was published earlier. Yeah, because that's why this is boring. No one cares. Everyone's dead who that's saw why, that. The, yeah, that was. Yeah, they're. Unless there were, unless they were a young, young child. Unless they were like somebody who was five. No one cares about any of somebody this. Somebody who's five was, you know, like eighty-five now. Y'all, if you're eighty-five and tell you saw the Wizard of Oz on the screen, yes, tell us if your grandmother saw the Wizard of Oz or your grandfather. Um, so, if your grandfather saw it, then he's hiding a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and he watches it every other day. Melanie, time to tell you. <laughs> I take oh. my dishes out and I suck some penis. Stop. Don't talk about people's grandfathers like that. Sorry, Melanie. Um, hey, wow. Um, so they at all all of the drunkies ask, can can they drink some non-alcoholic beer? And Captain Santa says, absolutely, absolutely. And so they're chugging the they're beer. Chug- Z is a good chugger. We find Ooh. out this episode really was. Totally uneventful and all over the place. Um, and uh, Katie basically goes to Lexi and say, so, I'm thinking about bringing on a fourth stew. She handled this pretty well, I thought. Yeah. But did you notice her say, what, what rank will she be? That was the first thing Lexi said is, what rank will she be? And oh, she said, well, I'm this not. person. She's oh. like, I'm not sure. She's like, I. She. And, Lexi, because first she says, how are you feeling? say her? She said we probably won't have ranks. That's at the end, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Thanks for ruining it. (laughs) Thanks for just saying what you thought. Um, Katie says, you seem very quiet, and I want to make sure you're okay. And Lexi's like, I'm fine, even though Katie knows she's not. I'm fine. And that's what she says. I think this will help us. She said, and then Lexi says, now look, y'all. Lexi's like immediately, hey, I'm happy to bring somebody on. If we just put her down and she cleans cabins and that's what she does. <laughs> I'm glad to have help, especially if we treat her like an absolute servant. Perfect. So, I'm just like, It Lexi, feels, I'm like. What world are you living in, honey? Yeah, it's bad. Anyway, y'all, Lloyd is up dancing with Chad. He's drunk. Malia's saying, I have the best the best deck crew. It is no egos. It no, is the best deck crew. They're great. Yeah. She's they're having a ball. Um, Katie talks to Courtney, and Courtney is like, "We need the help because Lexi isn't doing her job." Right. So she's all for it, but she's also pissed that that's happening. Um. Anyway, let's talk about the dinner, and then we'll take a break. So there's not can y'all really boring episode. So they're having dinner. It's going fine. Um. Then they're then the guests are like, "This is the best creme brulee ever." They love Matthew's food. Do, they haven't come up. Do you know how to make a straight guy gay? Make them say creme brulee. True. <laughs> True. That was a rhyme. Know how to make a straight guy gay? Make, make them, them say, say creme, creme brulee. brulee. Know how to make a straight guy gay? Just make, make them say creme brulee. Know how to make a straight guy gay? Make, make them, them say creme brulee. brulee. Know how to make a straight guy gay? Make, make them say, say creme brulee. 
Because they'll always sauce. go creme brulee. Creme brulee. <laughs> Even if you say creme brulee, there's no still way. Still sounds gay. You, you, it still sounds like a unicorn coming out of your mouth. Hey, you want a creme brulee? Nope. Gay. Creme brulee. Gay. And the guy's like, this is the best creme brulee I've ever had. Tell ya. I've had many a creme brulees. <laughs> wow. I've been definitely creme brulee'd. That, that's true. <laughs> you have. Just watch out for that torch. Yeah. And what, y'all believe me, once they break that seal, it cracks and it <laughs> falls to pieces. I don't really understand the, that. But. They tap their dick on your ass. Oh, they, that's it. And it goes, <laughs> and, I'll go, and then it just splits open. <laughs> Wow, that was a visual. So, okay. Um, Courtney, by the way, is cleaning into the night for these Into people. the night. They're going to say it's windy night. They kind of prepare things. That's about it. We're going to go into breakfast in the next day. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. 
So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Y'all, I'm just waiting for him to get comfortable I'm again fine. after the break. Now we're up to two pillows now. <laughs> I can use the other one if I could. I'm rubbing my butt all over it. You have to sleep with it tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to use that pillow. I'm going to order new pillows. You won't know. I'll move it around. I already so hid know. some somewhere because I knew that you would do this. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I'm going to put my naked butt on it when you're not looking. Yeah, well, that's why I don't um, keep carry a black light when I'm around you. Y'all, we're back with Below Deck. It's all hands on deck. <laughs> I have to laugh. Why shouldn't that? Maybe that should be our sign. Remember, next week, all hands on dick. On dick. Um, so uh, it's windy, y'all. So we're docking. We're docking. Like two uncircumcised penises. It's the, this is the morning of, morning after, we're docking, early in the morning. Lexi's walking around. She, the table's all set. She's like, oh, there's no guest up here. So let's take some more She's going to go get some laundry done, which that's great. Go get your job done. But she's not supposed to be on laundry duty right now, right? Right. But she's gone for an hour. She's supposed to be on deck duty, right? Yeah. So, y'all, one of the primaries, the primary guy, comes up with his buddy. He has to make his own drink. And it, I know some of you might not have thought that was a big deal. Oh, it's a huge deal. Y'all, on a ship like well, this, the thing a big is, deal. The idea is that. It's like being at the Ritz-Carlton and the bartender, you go up to the bar and the bartender says, I'm going to leave, make your own drink. Well, it's, 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 the, it's the expectation of service that's almost like on a, on a yacht like this, they're supposed to, they're almost supposed to read, read your, your mind, mind and know a, that you need something. $150,000 for what, a week or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, and even though they get a discount, we know, but like they Oh, they are, get a discount because they have to put up with the show? Yeah. 
Um, and they they say things like, "Is there a bell I, for, for service that we ring?" I'd pay full price. I would never want to be. I would never want to be on TV as a guest on a ship like this. No, no. Mostly because I wouldn't want people to see me drunk, splayed out, naked on the deck of a boat. I was going to say, <laughs> With be that. particular about things. Yeah, but those are all fair. Hey, I probably would get drunk and hump Chad. Ooh. So no, the blow up doll. Oh yeah, sorry. Most Chads are hot. You know, my cousin's name is Chad. Oh, no, and he was attractive. He was he was a model for a long time, and and then after that he became a UPS man. Stories there. He's not now. He dropped off some packages. No, now actually he owns a gym in Frisco, Texas called Mars Strength, and he cha- trains professional athletes. But so. you actually said he you said he was hot, like he's not hot anymore. Well, no, he's still hot, but I mean, yeah, no, he's still attractive. I guess he's my cousin. He's the one that— We're in a weird area. He's the one that had the mountain lion Bobo as a pet. <laughs> so I've got a picture of him— I cannot sh- talk I've, about Bobo. You haven't seen him with a picture of him shirtless by the pool with Bobo? Um, why don't let that be for later? And, oh, and it, send me send me that later tonight. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, I'll put it on the Sissy Squad. That's our private Facebook group, y'all. Yeah, that is <laughs> Chad and Bobo, the mountain lion, that one that they had as a pet, and then they gave you a sanctuary. But anyway, the whole point of this story is so he was very attractive, and you know his sister, my cousin Leah, she was doing pursuing a singing career. I thought I told you this before, and the day of her I'm music sure video, I blocked it out. The day of her music video shoot. The model that was supposed to play her love interest in the music video couldn't show up. So my cousin Chad stepped in, her brother. They never kissed or anything, but she just kind of like sang around him and kind of like rubbed on him a little bit. And it was great. They saved money, too. They didn't have to pay the model. It was a family affair. That silence (laughs) is me being mortified. Anyway, he's a very attractive guy. Pretty hair. We have to move on. I... I have cute family members. So do you. Uh, <laughs> Although you won't let me see pictures of your cute, where you troll mine online on Facebook <laughs> and then comment and sh- tell me how hot they are. It's gross. Tell him I'd like to do things with yes, them. Yes, he does. Um, so anyway, the, one of the dads has a, um, a shirt on that says, you don't scare me. I've got four daughters. <laughs> I. How many, how many... Um, how many novelty t-shirts does he have? A lot. This guy. A lot. I didn't see that to you. I, I looked over it. So y'all, um, so. It's drop off day. So Katie sees, Katie gets up and he's like, hey, how are you? And she's like, oh, good. You know, and he says, well, I made my own drink. And earlier they, or maybe that's, they say to Katie at some point on the ship, they're like, Katie, is anybody else working? Cause we just see you all the, they even ask her, you need to take a break. Right. Like there, and she's like, "No, I'm fine." And Katie's like, "This is fucking she's unacceptable." Like, it's so clear that the guests know that we're failing. She yeah, says that. Um, that that broke my heart because I think we've all been in those situations yeah, where where it's your team. you're trying your best, but someone on your team is not at the par. That's when you do a poodle move and you chew everyone's butt out. <laughs> Not literally. That happens. That happens. That happens, also. That happens later. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's how you keep your team in line. Mm-hmm. Literally, literally, yeah, literally in line. Literally in line. Just not a human caterpillar. We've learned Centipede. better. Centipede. <laughs> We've learned better. Let's call that a human caterpillar. <laughs> that's better than a human centipede. Just rim town. Rim town. Um. So they are, they're in the hug line, yes. y'all. Everyone's saying hello. Again, hug lines give me anxiety because you're, you're forced to give a hug. And that those, those things should be boundaries. Again, y'all. But we're not, we don't know that. One day when Poodle and I are out and about and we see you, Poodle, I'm saying this to protect you. Poodle always reserves the right, depending on how he's feeling, to hug that day. But I'm saying a lot of in a lot of social situations, it's completely accepted that even though I spent two to three days with you, I have to hug you at the end. Yes, it's I this kind of contract. I wouldn't. Um, I know they meant it as sweet. I would not. I probably would before, but now with me too and learning about boundaries and everything, right. I don't think. As a look, if you're hiring a crew, 
you're in a position of power. Exactly. So I would never that's say, it, can I it, give you a hug? It skeeves me out. Because I don't want them to feel like I'm putting that on them. Mm-hmm. If someone, in, they would never do this, but somebody in a crew said, can I give you a hug? I would say, sure. Right. It's the power dynamic. Unless... He's really hot and has a rock hard body. I'm gonna need to hug him. I think it's the fact it's like, that can I give you a hug? I think it's the fact Let that go. everyone gets a hug too, even though they have. They, even though let's say one guest, not Lexi doesn't deserve a hug, right? Or no, doesn't deserve like one guest maybe never spent any time talking to Z or. Yeah. And so, but they're still going to hug because that's what you do. Maybe the maybe brothers got a hug. Maybe I'm being ridiculous here. I'm just thinking um, this is this is built into our culture, and I just have to question it. I don't think it. you're being ridiculous. I think you're pointing out something that doesn't bother most of us that really bothers you. And so you're, but you're making. I don't a val- like the dynamic. But you're, ma- but well, you're making yeah. a valid point, though. Yeah, I like, think I would things- do it too. I'd hug everybody, but I do- wouldn't. I think I- it's things we don't think about. Right. But I, I would have no attachment to any of those people. I think it's just seeing... <laughs> that sounds yeah. brutal, but yeah, it's true. I, see, and I would. Yeah, that's what makes us different. That's what makes it... Yeah. Y'all, we already... We're, <laughs> You're not that deep. We're doing this thing that... Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, we're uh, doing this thing. We can't fully talk about it now, but it, we're meeting kind of the same people. It's like doing something down the road, eventually, possibly, with the podcast. And Poodle already came up here before, and he met the same people, and he got so infuriated with me this morning because I had met the same people, and I started saying, oh, did you know they're da-da-da, and that they're blah-blah-blah, because I know all this information about them because I've been talking to them and asking about their life, and Poodle got so upset. No, I'm just like, <laughs> can you just not not interfere? <laughs> I just like to get to know people. I you like know, to know their story. It helps me remember them. Sometimes life doesn't need a Jack Ruby. Well, to you know who that was? Never he mind. killed a lot of people. No, he just shot Oswald. Oh, that's Jack Ruby. <laughs> who am I thinking of? <clears throat> I don't know. Summer of Sam guy. David Berkowitz? Yeah. And that was Son of Sam. That's what I said. The movie was Summer of Sam. Gary. <laughs> We need to move on. We need to move on. So later on, they are saying... Y'all, Poodle now is crouched down in the seat, <laughs> and it about, looks like he's about to fall off. I'm trying to let my lower back stretch out. Okay. No one cares about this. So they, they're they like, we had such a good time, but... Butter. Butter. <laughs> but. But, and the guys... I actually really like this group. This was a fair critique. And the way he gave the f- feedback was he very said, kind. He said, being business owners, we got to tell you that there were problems, and we thought you'd like to know. Mostly it was a lack of attention. And, y'all, this is a very fair thing to say. Um, it, If I were them, it would have gone to Captain Sandy first, but I understand how this is television. Well, and also probably it's television. So, because, look, I will say... They did, like the first crew that the people all went to the martinis, that was, or no, not the, the, was it the Roy Orbison crew that wanted all the martinis and Katie was making all the martinis? Uh, no, was that the... Or was that the first one? That was the first charter. But that was a surprise to them. They didn't expect that. This crew said on their sheet, we fucking drink, we like to drink. So they should have been, they're saying that because they want the crew to be all hands on deck. They did say your saving grace was all of Matt's food. Yeah. And uh, so Katie's going to talk to Captain Sandy, and she says, my gut is telling me no about this fourth stew. It's going to cause more drama than it's worth. Um, but I, by the we way, need help. By the way, Katie's 100% right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so Sandy... Sandy does, y'all, Sandy does the worst in the moments because it's like this overbearing teacher... See, this is about telling her that I believe in her. This is about explaining. This is what I like to call constructive criticism. This is, have you ever heard the term before? I think I might have made it up. Constructive (laughs) criticism is when you construct a criticism for someone. Right? Right. Right? To me, it's That's not, my Captain Sandy voice. It's teacher, but to me, it is, y'all, every one of her in the moments is a video clip that somebody watches 
in a Hilton ballroom <laughs> because they're doing a get yourself better weekend. Here, it is very commercial. Yes. Here, <laughs> here, you know. Someone I, paid $1,700 for this weekend because they can't come to terms with they need to leave their husband. It's all about how can I serve you? Not about how can you serve me. We have yeah. to construct this criticism together. Because when we're when we're learning, we're yearning. I, I, and then we and w- when we are when we are yearning, yearning. we are churning, <laughs> and we will churn until we die. Until he died. <laughs> if you only listen to Below Deck, that that will completely, completely go over your head. But listen to this last season of uh, um, Happily Ever After. But she ha- she does everything. Is this kind is, of motivational? It is motivational speaker. speaker. I guarantee and you, it's not she good motivation. Done motivational speaking. Oh yes, yes. She's done the Dr. Oh, Phil weekend, I guarantee you. I want to like, just throw myself out a window. Um, so they come back to the te- te- teep, the tip meeting. Sorry, I was what listening to you do your Peg McCartney. Constructive it was a tip criticism. <laughs> Captain Sandy says, we've had our first complaint, and that means we want to bring the energy back. We want to we get back what we This isn't a complaint. This is a, this is a call to support. Do you know that in Chinese... The word for crisis is also the word for opportunity. <laughs> I read that in a book given to me by, I don't know, maybe I found it in a hotel. <laughs> but you know what? It's true. It's true. It goes along with constructive criticism. Oh, the word you made up. Yes, the word that I made up. <laughs> Um, she really is great value motivational she's speaker. So awful. Um, it's like every time she talks, you know exactly what she's going to say, and you just have to wait for it to come out. And you hate every moment she's saying things. I've just had so many fucking bosses like this. She doesn't trigger me like she triggers you. Oh, I think she she's, triggers me. She, I roll. I kind of roll my eyes and laugh at her. But as a boss, so it would be horrible. They are going to do the fourth stew. David is going to be in the room with the lads. Yes. Ooh, it's a three-way with well, the boys. Well, they were, but then they say later when they're doing... No, David's in there with the chef. So oh, David, oh. So the chef, is the, the new stew is going to be in there with Matthew. Matthew. But the new... The, yeah, the, yes, yes, the new, the new girl is going to mm-hmm. be with Matthew. And so, but they, that said, y'all, they get their... They get their biggest um, tip, tip ever. So that's great. So now we have... We're going to move on. A little bit. Y'all, let's have a... Uh, Matthew and Katie come to... We've got our charter. Prep sheet charter, meeting. Prep sheet prep meeting. Sheet meeting. Beep. Y'all, as soon as it opened with Captain Sandy reading, Nikki and Haley are true Southern Bells. I, I just went, thought of the governor of South Carolina, the former one. Oh, Nikki Haley. Um, I just thought this is going to be a shit show. Yep. Let's go through their names. Their names are... <laughs> Nikki, and then Haley. Haley. Crystal. Yeah. I wrote them down. Yeah. Sarah. Sarah. Ashley. Ashley. There was, wasn't, and I, I believe there was a. Bailey. A, wow. I think I, Bailey I also, is the influencer. I also heard Chastity. Um, uh, I also heard Lula Marie. Lula Marie. Yeah. These are actually okay names. Bailey, um, the influencer, I'm telling you now, is g- probably going to be horrible. One likes one. One girl one eats, eats like, like a, a five year old, and one is non dairy keto. Y'all, if you're going on a yacht, keto, maybe, you just eat cheese. Maybe, That's the point of keto. Maybe, maybe choose three days to go off keto. This isn't like they're gluten free and they have an allergy. No. And no. I can understand you don't do dairy because you're lactose intolerant. Right. But dairy-free keto. It's a lot. It's a Come lot. Come the fuck on. Or, or, or do just non-dairy but don't do keto 
for... As Mayhew says, these are the most dietary restrictions I've ever had on a ship. And I wrote, this is going to be it's a be fucking a disaster. Yeah. And even Matthew says, I'm already telling you now, y'all, it's a ship of all ladies and that it's going to be... And I don't mean that in a sexist way of all ladies. Y'all, these are Southern high-maintenance, passive-aggressive ladies. I'm already saying there's, it. We there's know usually one ladies, all-ladies charter it, a season. I don't think these are going to be fun girls. That and in- usually usually they talk about penises the whole time. <laughs> but see, I don't know if this is going to be that type of – because they're Southern Bells. Yeah. I, this is why I'm saying this. I'm not saying it's because it's women. I'm saying I think these are going to be like no, – no, these the are going to be a bunch of Madison LaCroix. We know how I feel And from Southern her. Charm. It's that talk bad about each other. She's got a new boyfriend, by the way. Say shit about each All other. On social media. Good for her. Ugh. Um, Winter House should be coming soon, right? Um, I guess so. They've they've already filmed it. All right then. So, uh, Courtney and Malia are are they're doing yoga, Courtney, but also complaining about Lexi. <laughs> or, or as Courtney says, they just laid there and drank wine, but quite enjoyed it. And try to act like they're stretching, but um, yeah, that's basically where there's they're they're kind of they're complaining about Lexi. Meanwhile, Lexi pops up with the boys and gets in the hot tub. And she's like, "Are we gonna do shots?" And they're like, Ugh. Um, "And they're like, I like this, Lexi." And they're talking about Harry Potter, and Lexi's like, "Never seen it." And they're like, "Uh, she's like, well, my parents thought it was witchcraft, so we're not doing that." And even Lloyd's like, "Oh, no, I have a lot of family members like that." Oh, I knew about people, but I never had any family. Not members. my own family. My my sister in law, her family's quite religious, and so um, <laughs> I remember my brother told the one story that my nephew was young, and they were over at his in laws, and my oldest nephew uh, Dylan jumped out, and he like was like stupendo, and they all looked at him. And my brother, and my brother jumped up and went furtius, and like and like made up a word and just said, "Yeah, Dylan and I just make up words." So, and they they, they wouldn't, so they wouldn't think it was Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. Because they would freak out about it. Wow. Yeah. How exhausting spending your time on things you should not be doing. Things that you find It's satanic. sad to me that you think a kid... Again, it's just we focus on we focus on what we want to. And when you focus on the not and you focus on fear, it's yep. just... It's not... Well, and what you think you're life. protecting your kids from, and but whether you really, it really, I say this a lot, and I can say this because I don't mind it, y'all. We're really like dogs, and if you think I'm calling you a dog, no, I'm just saying though. But we're classical conditioning is a fucking thing for humans, yep. and it's the same thing of like if you're gonna, you, it is proven you dogs work much better with positive reinforcement, yep. than negative. And guess what? So do humans. Yep. Totally. So maybe if they watch Harry Potter, that's great. But just teach them about Christ and Christ's teachings of love. If you want, those, if you want, or or Judy Garland, or <laughs> I don't know, or Timothy Oliphant. Allah, He's had a wide, wide body of work. Allah or Yahweh, and yeah. you can teach it to them side by side because Harry, just stick Harry, to Humpty Dumpty. Harry Potter's a great, some great metaphors. And remember, remember the thing about uh, Harry Potter is. It's not real. It's not Sorry real. Sorry if someone just screamed out, Expelliarmus to yeah, me. True. With a fucking. And we know that the author is not a great right. trans ally. So that's something whole separate, though. Then right. kids are still going to read Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, totally. So um, we're not saying you should read we're, it or we're not. We're aware, so don't, don't we, come turfing at us. We're not promoting it. Right. You do what you want to do. Um. So. They are, uh, she's, Lexi says, when I went to college, I did everything that I could not do as a child. I'm like, I bet you did. So, and Katie's talking to her mom, and it's fine. It's her mom's birthday. And the only really thing else is we find out these, you're right, not a lot happened in this episode. This was all literally a lead up to the last three minutes. We did hear David says, I'm doing, I feel great now, um, in the place that I am in now, but because I have really bad survivor skills, because I lost two friends in a car accident. It was when it, it seventeen. Was, was he, it around? Why? Because it was around this time. Was I, that what it was? I don't know where this came from. 
for I, he was saying basically he was glad Lexi came up in the hot tub. Yeah, and that he has fixer syndrome. Yeah, that's what it was. He doesn't want people to feel bad, and so he felt bad. But He's he was like, supposed I to have be, been there that night. He was supposed to be there with those guys, and he didn't, so he didn't die. So, so and y'all, Survivor Skills a thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. So next morning, next they morning, are, Z's. Getting hooked to a harness. And as I and got as, excited. And as Malia says, Have you ever worn a harness before? I'm like, Girl, girl, if you'd known. And also, y'all, Z tells us that he was afraid of birds. I know someone else who's afraid of birds. I wish your father be. had given him. Tell, tell us why you're afraid of birds, besides the fact that you're afraid of a, a, a rooster. Well, I'm afraid of the rooster because. But what about other it's birds? The beaks. It's the sharp beaks and the claws. But you see, because my grandpa's rooster attacked me right. on his farm when I was six years old and chased me around. But even pigeons? my grandpa had to get out on the rover dover and come from all <laughs> the way across. What is the rover dover? He had to cross, across, across, across the field and save me, and I hopped on the rover dover. What we is drove a rover dover? The rover dover was he. My grandpa was a very. My mom's dad was a very smart man. Like literally taught himself computers at seventy four and built computers. He was one of those. Can you guys. get to the Rover Dover, no, please? I can talk about my <laughs> memories of my wonderful grandfather, Grandpa Pete. No one's caring, Because his last though. name was Peterson. And so anyway, he um, he built this whole contraption that he needed to haul stuff. And because he had like this old motor, it was not safe at all, but we called it, he called it the Rover Dover. Got it. And it was this big motor with like these metal handles he wielded and then a flatbed truck. And then he just took milk crates as seats and strapped them to the wood. Not safe at all, but we rode it around everywhere. Very wonderful Great. Yes, he was a wonderful grandfather. Anyway. Anyway, got attacked on his. So that, and then when I was 12, I was at my Aunt Karen's, who's dead, God rest her soul. And But I was at her house in Hayes, Kansas. And her and my mom went to go to a craft fair thing, and they left me alone. <laughs> and her husband, Frank, he was really into videos, and like literally their basement was like a blockbuster video. Okay. And he had alphabetized and organized every single movie because he loved old movies. Well, he loves Alfred Hitchcock. So oh. I said, well, he loves Alfred Hitchcock. I bet those movies are good. How old were you? 12, maybe 11. And so I thought, well, I'm going to watch this movie called The Birds. <laughs> that did it. So now that made you terrified of birds. Not all, all birds. birds. Geese, ducks, I don't have a problem with. Just sharp you know, beaks. It's the sharpness because their bills, if they're round bills with webbed I feet, see. I'm not fine. An eagle, Claws. not happening. Love looking at a bald eagle from afar. It'll make me teary because I think about America, but I don't want to see its beak. What about, what about parrots and the... The curved beaks the are talons. the curved beaks are better, but the talons are not great for me. I think I'd like a bird. I know you're going to send me. A, please don't get a bird, <laughs> bird, because you'll it will up, scream. I'll teach it to scream and dive bomb you. you. Well, you won't be able to handle the noises. Oh, definitely, you're right. But also, you probably <laughs> you know they live for like eighty years. Um, so you probably would die and then leave me. That's the going to be a problem. Leave me the bird in your will. <laughs> Y'all, you have to think about parrots. Parrots are turtles. You got to know what your next of kin is. I'll just, uh, maybe I'll just gift it to a museum or something. Great. Um, so anyway, that that was what Z was saying. There was sort of like a personal thing about everybody, except for Courtney, I believe. Yeah. Um, no, Courtney, we, um, what was the thing Courtney was, we've already had her in that episode. Oh, yeah, about her father having Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one thing, uh... Katie and Lexi, they have, a, have a conversation. She's like, I don't know how to say this, but it seems like a lot of your your mistakes are just kind of laziness. Because of laziness. And Lexi's like... Because this is where she talks. She said, I went up and the guest was serving themselves. Yeah. Like, you know how I feel about that. And she says, I don't... This is y'all where I went. This is not... Katie needed to say this, but this is where the bomb was dropped, y'all. Yeah. She said, quote... I don't think you're up to a second stew standard. And we're not going to have ranks anymore. And y'all, she went, what? 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 Literally then, everything Lexi has cared about has just been taken away from her. And y'all, then we saw a tall, lithe, feminine figure 
walk who, onto the boat. The same body shape. She even, I think, has like perky fake boobs like yeah. Lexi. I mean, like basically her same type of counterpart is white coming woman. on. Yeah. Well, yeah, white one, but it's coming on the ship. Y'all, that's the show. The Battle of the Stews. The Battle Next of the Stews. Episode. Next episode. Y'all, be sure to tune in. Go to realitygazepodcast.com where you can see all of our other shows. Hey, be sure to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. Um, if you don't know what to write, write, keep going, queen. Poodle and I appreciate y'all very much. We love doing this, and uh, we just appreciate the support and the little family that we built. If you uh, want to be a part of that, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Message us, Twitter too, or you can join our, join pri- our sissy squad our on private Facebook. Facebook group. Quote, and we do. We have fun in there. We have fun in there. We do have fun in there. We just did a snooze. Oh, we will say in the Facebook group. I'm so glad we thought of this, y'all. Yeah. Zuckerberg is knocking down. They've 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 ramped up um, their their uh, kind of how words get flagged. Their AI for flagging it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's really overboard and it's annoying. And there are groups being shut down everywhere, mostly because of strangely, mostly because of things like threats of violence. Like if you don't like a character and you say. I want to I punch her in them. the throat. Well, not I want to kill them. That's no, what that will get. But I even I want to punch them in the throat. That'll Things get, that people that'll get say or like calling people a bitch, calling people a dick, yep. all those kind of things. If you want to say bitch, use a B. Like, like the emoticon. But B. it's just, it is, I think a lot of people um, are coming at the mods thinking our mods are over-policing and yep. not approving posts. That's not it, y'all. We we've gotten heads up saying this is what this Facebook is what you're getting violations for. Jackie's been talking to Facebook. They are just it's it's too overboard. It's, it's annoying it's, to us. It's, it's like we're there. We're in junior high, and yes. things, things will probably swing back the other way. But right now we're. But in right it. now their their algorithms are just flagging us. So like if crazy. if you're getting frustrated. We're frustrated too. Yeah. Please don't come at our mods for that. They're doing their right. job. We stand by our mods. There's actually lots of groups that have went to completely no profanity policies, which yeah. we're not going to do that. I don't know how the but, fuck we'll do that. Yeah. It is. Either. It really is profanity. Fuck just shit. Be, fuck shit. Pussy whore dick. <laughs> come on my face. Y'all, that's the show. Um, hey, y'all have a good week. We're looking forward to next episode. And remember, y'all... Anchors again! Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 